Welcome back to 21 Steps, an audiobook podcast by M. A. Box. Chapter 12 It was a few weeks later when things finally fell into place for Derek. His parents had gone home, and he could now spend time with his children, and was getting used to what would now be considered their normal life. Patrick had started school, and Tyler went to daycare each day. Derek had started working at the local auto repair shop where he worked in the morning until he picked up the kids at night. His hands were always stained black and he always had dark lines around his fingernails. Most of his time was spent changing the oil in cars because he had limited automotive experience. He was getting pretty good at the basics at both work and home. Each day he was getting better at work and at getting home and making dinner for the kids, washing their clothes, and being Mr. Mom. The kids still missed their mother, and Derek assumed that would probably never go away, as he still missed her too. Sometimes, when Tyler would wake up in the middle of the night, he would cry for his mom. Derek would try to console him and pick him up, but he would just push Derek away. He would have this anger and frustration in his eyes that Derek understood all too well. It made Derek feel like he would never be good enough for his children, that he would never be able to take good care of them and provide the things that they need as a single parent. He just kept pushing through each day, trying to do the best that he could. He often got visits for the weekend from his parents or from Leslie's, but at the end of the night, they would go home and it would just be him and the kids. Leslie and Derek had been very lucky when it came to the living arrangements. Leslie's grandmother had passed away a year ago and had been in a hospital for a few years prior to that. The family was letting them rent the house for only $400 a month. It came with many visits from other family members and sometimes a lack of privacy, but the amount of money that Derek had to spare for rent was only what they had asked of him. Each night he hoped that they would be able to stay in the house, but it was only a matter of time before he would have to move. The family was already in an uproar about wanting to sell the house and distribute the money between the children. Derek didn't really understand because the house wasn't worth very much, and there were five children hoping for a portion of the money. But for now... Derek was very thankful to have a roof over his head and to be able to take care of the children. He had talked to the lender at the bank to see if he could get approval to buy the house, but with his credit and income as a single parent, he was not approved. This was only one more thing that made Derek feel as if he could never provide for his children. He often wondered where he would go if they ended up having to move out of the house. He hoped that they wouldn't end up on the street or living with his parents. They both seemed to be hopeless options. Derek was still having nightmares and many feelings of self-doubt. Derek had never had a lot of confidence in his ability to do much of anything, except for when serving in the military. In high school, he had never tried out for any teams and always had taken the back seat to his stepsister. He was average in his studies at school, although he can't remember really trying very hard to be successful in them either. He was always picked last on the basketball and baseball teams in the required PE class, so he chose not to try very hard there either. Derek had put the kids to bed for the night and was sitting in the old couch in the living room watching television. He had the volume turned down so as not to wake the children. There was nothing good on TV that late at night, so he ended up laying down and closing his eyes as a news program played in the background. Derek had just felt as if he had fallen asleep when he awoke to a program on the news talking about the prison system and our tax dollars at work. It was specifically talking about all of the resources available to inmates that weren't available to the general public. They had phenomenal educational opportunities and had amazing medical benefits. It talked about an inmate who was bumped up on a kidney transplant list just because he was in prison. 
The government had a funny way of taking care of the people who were causing problems in the communities and forgetting to take care of the ones that were fighting for the country. There was so much controversy in the public over the topic, yet Derek had never heard of it. He couldn't believe that as a member of the military, he received worse medical treatment than someone who had robbed a local bank and been sent to prison. It seemed ironic. He wondered if that would work for post-traumatic stress disorder. Did they also get better treatment for mental issues? He didn't think that the treatment they would receive would actually be worth being away from their families, though. He couldn't imagine what he would ever do without his kids every day. No matter what, he had to stay focused and be there for his kids. Places like that weren't good options for a family to be able to survive, and for kids to be able to grow and know that they were loved. It made him wonder, though, if his kids were much better off living where they were with a father providing for them, only as he was. He really wasn't successful, and they weren't always kept safe. He assumed that maybe him loving them was enough to make it the right choice. Maybe just being there for them was adequate, as opposed to having their father in prison. He knew that having a parent there, even when they don't quite get it right, is probably better than not having a parent at all. Even his mother knew that much. He thought back to the time when he was younger and his mother was still alive. Derek thought that she must have thought that Derek was better off with her in his life, or there is no other reason that she would have stayed. She was a horrible mother, and Derek knew it. Even at such a young age, he knew that his mother wasn't good, and neither was his dad. His dad traveled all of the time on business, so it was usually just him and mom at home. It was a Sunday night, and Dad had just gotten home from a busy week the night before. He had taken Derek out for lunch, and they had spent some time together in the park. Derek loved this time with his father. He got to eat big meals and feel like he was actually a kid that had a normal family life, even if it was just for a little while. Derek didn't have a brother or a sister, so it was just him, and this was the best socialization that he ever received. His mother had decided to homeschool him from the time he was supposed to go to kindergarten, so Derek had never actually been to school, and he didn't think what took place at home counted as school either. But he did learn. He watched a lot of television about animals and the earth. He was really good at looking at picture books and making up stories. Maybe that counted as school. Sometimes on the weekend, when his dad was home, he would sit and teach Derek to read. Derek wasn't very good, but he would practice every day reading the magazines that Mom got in the mail. The park that Dad took Derek to was really old. The grass was full of weeds, but they kept it mowed. There were four big swings. The seats were old, black rubber attached to a metal chain that hooked into the metal stand holding them up. Sometimes, Dad would push Derek on the swings. Derek remembered the feel of the cracks on the swing pinching his legs as he would go forward and back, but it didn't matter because he was having fun. There was also an old tetherball stand. The tall metal pole went up to the sky and made Derek feel like he was as small as a bug. The old orange ball was starting to crack and sometimes it wouldn't hold any air, but someone had to pump it up once in a while because they got to play sometimes. There usually weren't very many kids here for Derek to play with, but he didn't think he would play with them anyway. He really liked to spend the time with his dad. They would often stop for ice cream on the way home, but they always finished it before they got home to see mom. Dad said it was because it was just time for them, but Derek later realized that dad probably would have gotten in trouble. Dad drove an old blue pickup that would often take a couple of tries to get to start. Derek asked him one time why he never got a new one, but his dad just told him that he didn't need one and that it got him where he needed to go. As soon as they would come home from the park, Derek knew that his dad would be leaving again. He tried really hard to take advantage of the time all day long so that dad would stay longer, 
but he always left in the end. Derek would stand by the front door as his dad left and just watch as he got into the truck, hoping that he could go with him. His dad would always pull out of the driveway and wave, and Derek wouldn't see him for a few more weeks. In between times of seeing his dad, Derek got really good at eating water. He would pour a glass from the sink and sit at the table. Sometimes he would even put it in a bowl with a spoon and eat it like it was a real meal. He would pretend that it was a really thick soup with meat and potatoes or chicken noodle, which was his favorite. Sometimes when he was drinking it, he would pretend it was a chocolate shake with sprinkles on top. Every couple of days, his mom would wake up and he would usually get something to eat. But as for the days in between, he would revert to eating water. I am just starving, Derek, she would say. And then she would order a pizza because she would say she didn't have the energy to cook. Derek thought it was because they didn't have anything to cook anyway. The fridge was empty, and so were the cupboards. Derek had realized that from the time he started to walk, he used to look in each one that he could and reach for anything to eat, but he always came up empty-handed. The pizza came, and Mom would usually eat a couple of pieces, and there would be five or six left for Derek. He would ration them out over the next couple of days, going to bed each night with thoughts of pizza in his head and a grumbling in his stomach. He got used to it, though, and he was pretty good at pretending he wasn't hungry. Derek assumed that because the pizza came once a week or so, that the neighbors didn't know there was no food in the house, and that is why they didn't help more often. Sometimes the local church would leave loaves of bread or cookies for them on the porch, but it didn't happen very often. He didn't think that they knew they needed anything either. They were probably just trying to convert them over to their church. He didn't understand it at the time. He was looking back now and figured it out. At the time, he thought maybe it was his father sneaking it into the house in disguise. Derek spent most of his time inside the house. He didn't like to talk to the neighbors, and he really didn't know what to say anyway. Sometimes he would sneak out back and dig holes in the backyard, but usually he just stayed inside and watched the TV. He liked to play with the ants in the summertime, and he thought how amazing they were that they could pack food crumbs that were bigger than they were. He also remembered sometimes feeling jealous of the ants because they were getting food that was too small for him to even pick up, but that would fill them for a week. Sometimes he wanted to reach down and take the crumb from the ants and eat it just to have something in his stomach, but he couldn't bring himself to take it away after they had worked so hard for it. Derek also sometimes wished that, like ants, he could just find things in the yard that he could eat too. Although the yard was never watered and there weren't any thriving patches of grass or bushes, he had found six leaves one time just starting to sprout on a bush in the corner. When he saw those leaves, he thought maybe he could create food through the plant. He was barely five years old, and each day for three weeks, Derek had cared for the bush, taking water from the kitchen and giving it to the plant, each day like he had seen someone do on the television. The bush began to change in that time, and soon six leaves had turned into dozens of beautiful green leaves. Derek was so excited about his progress and was anticipating his first meal. He knew that people ate salad, which was just a bunch of green leaves anyway, so maybe he could make his own salad. Derek went to bed one night over three weeks after starting to grow his dinner, knowing that tomorrow would be his big day for a salad feast. His stomach growled in anticipation and kept him up most of the night. The next morning, Derek tried to postpone eating the salad, building up anticipation and excitement. He cleaned the house that morning and watered the bush one last time. He chose a plate from one of the cupboards that looked big enough and clean enough that he could use it for the salad. He opened the fridge door and didn't find any dressing, 
but found an old bottle of ketchup where a watery liquid had created a layer at the top, and he decided that would work. He went out into the garden with his separated ketchup and his dinnerware, and began slowly pulling the leaves off of the bush and arranging them neatly on the plate. He then poured the liquid ketchup over the top, not knowing he needed to shake it, and took his first bite. The leaves were bitter, and the ketchup tasted more like old water than anything else, but he continued to eat, knowing that he would soon be full. He finished the entire plate, and noticed for the first time in weeks that his stomach felt full. He smiled at his success, and stood up to run around the yard because he was certain it would bring him energy. Derek played for the next 45 minutes, very happy with his new meal that he would have, and even watered the plant again, preparing for another future meal. All of the sudden, however, he started getting a severe ache in his stomach. He ended up throwing up and spending the rest of the day in the bathroom. He ended that day more sick than he began. Now he was not only hungry, but he was sore in many areas and dehydrated. Although he didn't know at the time, that is what it was, because he couldn't even keep the water down. That was the last time Derek had tried to eat anything like an ant. Derek never had any toys when he was younger either, or at least not any that he kept around for very long. Toys were the reason that he realized the first time that his mother hated him. He was two years old, and his father had brought him a teddy bear for him from one of his trips. Derek loved the teddy bear and carried it with him wherever he went. He became very attached to the teddy bear and would often talk to it as if it was a real person, and one of, or his only, best friend. Derek and Teddy often played outside together and sometimes Derek would have to clean him with a towel in the kitchen to get the dirt off of him before they would go to bed. Derek loved the teddy bear and loved that his dad had thought of him to bring it to him. One day, Derek was playing with the teddy in the yard and they were building a big sand pile that they were going to pretend was a mountain and jump off of it. Derek's mother came to the door and asked that he come inside and bring his teddy bear with him. Derek did as he was asked. He was a good boy and he always did as his mother asked. When he came into the living room, he was very surprised when his mother picked him up and sat him on her lap. She told him what a wonderful boy he was and how much she loved him. Derek was so happy that his mother had finally noticed him and she loved him. She told him how thankful she was that she had him and that Teddy was such a wonderful bear. She went on for a few minutes telling Derek how wonderful he was and then asked if she could just hold Teddy for a minute. Derek let her hold Teddy and sat by and watched as his mother told him how neat Teddy was. Derek knew how great he was and told his mother that he loved him and that he was his best friend. Derek's mother continued on for nearly an hour talking about the wonderful people both Derek and Teddy were. She then walked into the kitchen and pulled a pair of scissors from off the top shelf of the kitchen cabinets. She walked back into the living room and stood right in front of Derek. She bent down so she was right at his eye level and began to cut up the teddy bear, starting with the neck. Derek began to scream and cry, begging her not to hurt Teddy and to give him back, but she continued to cut him up into small pieces that could not be saved. When she had finished cutting up the bear, she told him to clean up the pieces and put it in the garbage can. She also told him that if he told his father, she would take him away and he would never get to see his father again. She put the scissors back on the shelf and fell asleep on the couch as Derek cleaned up the mess and cried. He cried at night for weeks, missing his teddy bear and feeling alone. The only thing he loved had been taken away from him. Weeks went by and Derek didn't talk to his mother, not that the opportunity came often, but he ignored her when she called him and refused to go into the living room where she was. 
One morning, though, he woke up to a light knocking at his bedroom door. His mother walked in with her usually stained t-shirt and wild hair, holding a new teddy bear. She walked to the side of his bed and told him that she knew how much he missed his old teddy bear, but that the old teddy bear had been evil, and that this new teddy bear was a good bear. This bear had just come in the mail. She told him how wonderful this new bear would be for such a wonderful little boy. Derek grabbed the bear and hugged it and then hugged his mother. He missed his old bear, but this new bear was really great. He didn't know where or why his mother had gotten it, but he was thankful that she did. Derek played with this new bear just as he had his old teddy. He called the new bear Mammoth and took really good care of him. He washed him each night with a towel from the kitchen, hoping that if he kept him really clean, maybe Mom wouldn't think he was bad. He slept with Mammoth and played with him all hours of the day. When he would sleep at night, he would tuck him under the covers next to him, making sure he was close enough he could always feel the soft fur next to him. One morning, he woke up and Mammoth wasn't next to him. He sat up in bed frantically searching under the covers for his bear. After not finding the bear, he looked up in disgust and found his mother standing at the end of the bed. She was staring him straight in the eye as she cut up Mammoth. Derek again burst into tears asking why she would do this, but she just stared at him and cut up the bear into small pieces. She left the room when she was finished and told him to clean it up. Derek was devastated. He never got another teddy bear, but she brought him a truck once and a set of building blocks. He took the truck, thinking there is no way she would hurt the truck. It couldn't be evil. He played with it in the yard for weeks, only to have it stepped on and smashed with a hammer in front of him by his mother. The blocks he played with, too, only to find later that she would make a fire on the stove in a pan and burn each one of them, making him watch. Pretty soon, Derek didn't attach to anything. He didn't take anything or play with it either, because he knew he would only have it taken away from him by his mother. Derek sat on the couch now and continued to watch TV, pushing the horrible thoughts of his childhood out of his mind. He was a father now. He needed to always be there for them so that they would be able to grow strong and know that their father loved them. He was good to them, better than his mother had been to him, and he knew that they needed him. His mother was gone now, and he never had to worry about that ever again. In fact, since he had been permanently with his father, his life had been much better. He fell asleep on the couch, laying on his side because he was too tall and had to tuck up his legs. One of his arms was off the couch and would surely hurt in the morning because of all the blood running into it. Derek didn't notice, though, and he slept well for the first time in ages. Tune in next time as we continue 21 Steps.